Back in December of 2019, we went out to A to Z Equipment Rentals and Sales in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, basically, we had a couple of days there. It was a great time. We visited all four of their locations. Had a good time with our wonderful hosts, Vicky and Doug Dickerson. And we sat down for a podcast with them. Here it is. Welcome to the front porch with Brian Beaudry. Doug, how would you describe Vicky in three words? Tenacious. Well, this is three words. My best friend and uh, fair. And Vicky, how would you describe Doug in three words? He is passionate and smart. He's very friendly with people. Let's talk about how y'all met. We were in the same seventh grade class. Wow. I had just moved here in seventh grade, and um, we ended up in the same class, although we weren't really friends back then. We did know each other, and then uh, through high school, we, we became friends and had kind of hung around with a group together, and then uh, it wasn't until after high school that we started dating. When did you guys know that you, you guys were going to be a thing for a long time? <laughs> Not long after we yeah. started dating, I don't think. What got you, I mean, I know that your your dad started the business right before you were born. Um, so what made you guys decide that you were going to get into this business? Doug actually came first to right. work for him. I had uh, graduated from uh, Arizona State University and uh, was working for Continental Airlines at the time, just, you know, handling luggage and freight and all that stuff. And then uh, they went bankrupt, and um, I had had a job or two here and there, and then Fred approached me, uh, Vicky's dad, to see if I'd like to come work in, uh, work in the company. So that was uh, March of 84 that I would have started here. So for you, were you thinking it was going to be like a part-time thing while you're looking for something else, or were you planning on staying for a while? Or? Um, I don't know that I thought it through entirely at the time. Uh, but I wasn't here long before I realized what it really was and, uh, you know, what the opportunity really was. When I came on, then Vicky came on shortly after me in probably 84, 85 as well. So what did you think about him uh, going to work for your dad? I thought it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Um, I, think what, I, th I think possibly what happened there was Doug's degree was in materials management. Purchasing and materials management. And my dad was the everything, you know, the, 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 main, the only buyer or at least the decision maker. And um, I think that he thought, and he put Doug in that area right at the beginning, and mm -hmm. I think he thought that that was a good fit, going to be a good fit. So that was one thing, but it was fine. And then I came, I don't, I was at working at an insurance company, and I can't recall. I think I was just unhappy and left there and then ended up coming here. I can't even recall what. What happened? Then I was uh, had my first child. Then I worked part time, mm -hmm. and then I had my second one and quit. And uh, then I did daycare for about what, five years. Had a third one, so I did daycare at home. And at that time, Doug had left, and he was doing landscaping. So we had two businesses kind of running out of the house with a lot of kids everywhere. Sounds, Which I love. Sounds hectic. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So 
what kind of landscaping did you do? Well, when I was working here uh, in 89 and we had had the two children and uh, without going into too much, I just decided it was time to try something on my own. And because I was working here, we have a lot of landscape companies that come in and out all the time. And I got, I, I knew a lot of them and I was like, oh, I kind of like that, that type of work and uh, Maybe pretty, pretty low barrier of entry in terms of uh, investment required to get into it. So um, that's what I ended up doing. Did it for five years. Successful. I was going to say you must have enjoyed it a little bit to do it in five years. Yeah, especially in 115 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Not sure I could do it again. Is that what brought you back or why did you guys come back? Well, I came back first. Yeah, she, I think Fred kind of was starting to think more about, hey, I'm not going to. I think be around he was forever. around 60. Yeah, mid 60s. And probably. I was, uh, our youngest was three. And I had just gone to work because someone else asked me, hey, you want to try this? And I said, I don't know. And so I went and applied, and it was uh, working for some surgeons doing their billing, which I had no experience, but I got hired. And um, But because they were surgeons, they paid good. They had a good 401K. You got a lot of time off for Christmas. And, you know, so I was working there, and he came and talked to me and just uh, was asking me if I wanted to come back. I'm like, well, huh? This place paying pretty good, <laughs> so um, I ended up coming because I was never a person who was like I'm. An, I know a lot about equipment, and I need really need to be in the equipment rental business. It was just to, I think at the time we were here at the first time, I it was just a part time job, and I yeah. don't think I ever thought about oh I'm gonna be get I'm gonna be here someday working here forever and yeah. So she she came back in '95. Yeah, and at that time. Fred also approached me again, and I, I decided I had another opportunity to go into the software business. So um, I, I elected to, to go to the software company, and Vicky came back into the company in 95. So I always knew from that point on, if she had stayed in the company, that um, I'd be back you know, someday. So I came back into the company in 2003, been working together ever since. Cool. But on different floors. Okay. Sometimes that like different stores. Yeah, <laughs> floors or stores. You guys just have to keep separating. It just probably we don't do it on purpose, but it's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, we try not to take it too much home. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Want to help us change the world? Point the Way is Point of Rentals' employee-led community giving program. We provide volunteer opportunities as a team to help improve our communities throughout the world. If you're a pointer. You can find out more about how we're helping this quarter, suggest ideas for the future, and connect with us on our internal Point the Way Workplace page. If you're not, you can still see what we're doing by following us on social media. We're in the business of making better lives. So you guys both apparently weren't imagining yourselves to be leaders of a, a rental store when you were young. So yeah. what did you guys want to be when you were younger? Me? I don't know. I guess I always... I always uh... Felt like I was going to end up just going to college and getting a job and, you know, working in some company. And then uh, when I did that, and then I was able to go do, a, you know, an interview when they were uh, recruiting people out of college. I, um, I remember going to Hughes Aircraft in uh, Culver City, Los Angeles, which subsequently became Boeing now. 
But uh, I remember walking into their purchasing department and it was just a sea of cubicles and people were buying, you know, little widgets and little things. And I'm like, wow, I'm not sure that's what I want to do. So, um, so then when Fred approached me, it, it, like I said, I wasn't really thinking of much beyond what it was at the time, but it didn't take me long to realize that I really didn't want to work for a big company. Yeah. And, uh, and that's one reason I started the landscape business on my own. The software company I worked in was also a very small company where I had a lot of autonomy and um, responsibility and freedom to do kind of things that the way I traveled. wanted to and did a lot of traveling. And so, I mean, I think I've always had that kind of a feeling. So A to Z, we're fortunate that affords us that opportunity. What's your favorite part of being in the rental industry? Is it just that? Me? Um, I think it's you're dealing with real down-to-earth people all the time. Not a lot of pretense anywhere. Uh, the old rental industry, I, because I was around during the 80s, um, that's when the rental industry was really a mom and pop business. It was before these big conglomerates started you know, forming and there was lots of independence here in town and we'd have meetings and you know, the ARA type meetings locally and just a lot of involvement, a lot of camaraderie, a lot of sharing. There was, everybody was competitors, but nobody really felt like competitors, you know. And then the customer base is somewhat the same. It's all, you know, a lot of business owners, uh, whether it's in the construction trades or landscaping or whatever, and just, just good, earnest uh, people. I think it's really fun. I just really like rental. I didn't come in and just do party either just because, oh, there's the daughter, you know. And I really didn't gravitate toward that at all. I'm not uh, very good at decorating and not too girly. And, but I like the equipment and learned about that pretty easy when we decide to get new things and we get to see if it rents out. So I think I like, the, I don't know, the details about that. I did like working at the counter with customers for the most part. Everyone, you know, customers are nice. And even when they're mad, I just never had a problem with it. I think I just liked the whole rental thing. What got you guys into being a dealership? In 88, we became uh, Honda dealers at the time. Steel. Steel dealers, which we kind of always were. But we took on the John Deere dealership line at that time. And I think the thinking was back then that we um, we were bringing those lines in primarily because it, was a, uh, it lowered your cost of acquisition. Of products into the rental fleet there was some other lines that were brought in and we could get a vermeer chipper but you'd have to buy it from a local local dealer so we didn't have any retail opportunity so we then would look at a line like bandit where we could, could be a dealer and a, you know and a rental yard so that's kind of guided us through the through and the buying years. at a better price yeah buying at a case. better price but also having that retail potential um which which has done well for us, but I think in some respects it's defocused us a little bit and become becoming being a dealer has become a much harder thing than it used to be in terms of the requirements required on your technicians and things like that. So we're actually probably going to scale that back a little bit in terms of just not as many dealerships, just have some real key ones that we focus on and that fit into the rental that we do. Yeah, I was going to ask what because you guys mentioned um, in some of our other interviews that you guys were moving a little bit more back into rental and trying to make that, prioritize that again. Um, so why, why were you prioritizing rental again? One reason is it's the core. It's what this, uh, the company started out being A to Z rents. 
and it's always felt to me like a rental company even though sales was happening around me like I said I enjoyed it more but um, it just seems like what we are and it's more profitable the um, especially when you get into the larger equipment chippers and tractors and the big for us big for other people they'll be laughing but um, the larger equipment the margins are very low but the dollars are high but it's just profit and interest and it's easier to keep everybody at the top of their game when there's less things you know less things you're doing you guys have have kind of left the rental industry before and you've come back and it, it seems like you guys are staying this time so so what's keeping you in the rental industry this time well, these four stores <laughs> seems like yeah. I mean, we made there was a decision made probably I don't even know now maybe ten years ago or at least nine years ago where the three of us Vicky you know, myself and Fred sat down and and basically said you know is this something that Vicky and I want to do which is you know continue to run this thing as he as Fred can you know, contemplated his future. And so we made the decision at the time to do that. And, um, and we're, we're stuck with that. We want, we want to do that. Don't um, say stuck. You know, I mean, I mean, we've stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> we're stuck with it. Um, and um, so our, our goals now are to really, you know, like we said, it, it, we, it wasn't that we ever didn't focus on the rental but, but we did take our eye off the ball a little bit. And, and we're also looking at different ways to approach the rental. We've traditionally been, you know, kind of a daily, weekly rental place. And, um, and our monthly rates have been way out of bounds. And a lot of times our weekly rates way out of bounds. So we're looking at those kinds of things and trying to uh, maybe change up our product mix a little bit. But we also lowered recent within the last month. We lowered, went across the board, lowered all of our weekly and monthly rates. Yeah. And then also adding some more delivery capabilities. Um, we, don't, we don't plan to compete with the big, you know, rental yards necessarily because we feel like we, we have a different customer base just, yeah. uh, just because of who we are and the way we operate. Um, but we feel like we can grow our rentals within that base. Spoilers. They're terrible. But people that won't allow you to talk about the thing you just saw because you'll spoil it for them are also frustrating. Why it's nearly impossible to have a conversation these days. But you can talk to your point of rental software without worrying that it'll reveal key plot points to the movies or TV shows you haven't seen. Our software is physically unable to talk. So even if it's seen the movie before, it'll never spoil a moment or ask to stifle your excitement. When you need to talk, you can count on Point of rental software. Yeah, we've talked to a bunch of other rental companies, and it's so many of them are second and third and even fourth generation. And it's what? What do you think it is about rental that makes it such a family-centered business? I don't know what makes it that way. Where I mean, it has there has been larger players come in and try to buy out. I mean, many people have bought out, been bought out, and around here, there's a few um, family-owned, but. Well, I think part of it's because it's a good business. I mean, you can make money doing it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, someone that first generation, second generations put a lot into it, building it, and a lot of times, you know, it wasn't 
that way in our case where we grew up in the business, but a lot of the guys I know, they grew up in the business, right? And um, they were sweeping just and kind of uh, when they were little evolved, kids, yeah. you know, kind of evolved into it for them. And um, I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but there's some sense of like, hey, I want to carry this on. Yeah, for us, that's what it is my dad. You know, he has said to us, a lot of people have told me I'm crazy. You know, you might not want to be crazy. You might not want to do this, but you you, you don't want to, you've got a lot of people too. You don't, you can't just let it go. So I think yeah. that's why it stays in families maybe, or they've built it up to wherever it's at and they've got employees and they don't want them to suffer. Is that something you guys are um, looking at continuing it with Grant as well? Well, we have three kids. But he's our only uh, option. I, was say, I, I know the grants in the office. <laughs> right, our, my, our other two are in the medical field. Both of them. Our daughter's a PA for dermatology, and our other son's going to school to be a doctor. Okay. So, um, I don't see that, that in the rental business. Yeah, unless we like build a little office up here for her. Mm-hmm. Or something. That would be an extra weird. Like, uh, yeah, we're expanding our uh, different lines of what we do here. We're you can get a skin <laughs> check upstairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he is our only hope, and um, so no pressure on him. I, just... I think he feels some pressure, but because you have to know, obviously, we're not gonna. We used to tell my dad, and he, my dad's still fine. He's ninety-one. He is fine. He he works from home more, but he does yeah. still work on the rental business. Um, and I've said before, you know, he could he, he could outlive all of us. So we're not <laughs> sure how the you know the generations are gonna go, but. Definitely, Grant will be here after us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, do you go? Do you guys go to like all of the train shows, or do you just go to ARA? Or on the ARA, we go if it's in Vegas or California, and then we've gone. Doug and I've gone to Florida twice because so many years will go by in between where it isn't close to us, and we'll feel like we need to go. Um, but when when it's close, we take a lot of the other employees, whoever yeah. we can, you know. Got to run the stores and too. Some of the other yeah. ones. Yeah, I didn't go to the last Con Expo, but maybe I'll probably oh, go this right. year. Maybe sometimes World of Concrete. But and are then... those considered rental shows? Is that what you're asking? I'm counting them. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he goes to that G G I E Expo. Yeah, there's a, a landscape a landscape show down in Louisville every year. I've gone every three four years. I go to that. So it's is just not, just not of every your previous year. interest in in landscape. Or no, no, it's because yeah. it's, it's our largest customer base. Oh, okay, landscapers. Cool. So, which is which is your favorite show to go to? Since you go to since so you go to more than ones. one, you yeah. No, I think the the ARA show is for oh. sure, and mainly because I mean, yeah, you see new stuff there. So, I mean, sometimes it's not so new. The only <laughs> but, reason to go, is but you go and uh, but you just see a lot of people that you know and yeah, um, have a chance to kind of connect with people and i like to see new like is there anything new i try to really look for what could be just new to me not the rest of the world but for sure what have i not seen or what what maybe would people want to rent and then we enjoy the seminars yeah i really like seminars okay so you guys are uh, show up early and go to the whole whole thing sit in the front yeah i mean not Doug. (laughs) (laughs) if you're paying to attend these things you might as well get everything you can yeah um, so when, when there is the ARA show, which location is your favorite to attend and, and why? I liked the one in California last year. That was fun to go to. Yeah. Florida's Orlando, nice. Orlando's not bad. It's, it's nice. It's just far. far. Yeah. And you can't, like we used to, my dad used to take, have people drive over if it was close and buy out booths. Those people are happy to do that unless they're going straight to another show. 
they're happy for people to buy the equipment that's in the booth and they give you a better deal. What's one thing that you have to do when you go to an ARA show? Um, like go to the point of rental booth is you don't have <laughs> we're not doing the we're not doing the selling no, no um I, it was for me it's fine things i've never seen to see if we can would want to rent them i'd say after last year i'm gonna have to go to the skyjack party every year oh yeah yeah what's the skyjack party like tell me i didn't pretty go fun. oh i mean you it's not. It's not something you're allowed to talk about. It's not, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that. You fun, get the right? secret ticket. No, no, it was a good time. No, usually there's a couple of good parties, and like I say, the seminars we really enjoy. And other than that, it's just specific vendors you want to see. Five important questions. Five important, Five important questions. questions. Five important questions. Let's get to the important questions. Everything else has been trivial. Wow. Yep. Sorry. I <laughs> just wasted your deep. time for like, <laughs> wasted your time for the last 30 minutes. What would you say is your greatest success in life? My kids. Is that going to be the same one? Because I think that's kind of the yeah, generally be. accepted answer for parents. And her marriage. But for our kids, yeah. We're just really lucky. We came out, we, we got lucky with them. If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice when you started your career, what would it be? could say things like be more patient with things. I'm super patient, so I don't know. <laughs> I'd say a bit uh, better at goals, I think. Yeah, it's something I told I, you I it was intelligent with. and smart. What is your most embarrassing moment in your career? I don't know if I would call it embarrassing, but it's kind of funny. They actually had the ARA show here one time, or some form of it. Anyway, there was a bunch of higher-level rental guys in town. I used to be responsible for stuff we put on the... Uh, reader board out front. I was being a little bit of a smart ass and I put up on the reader board, don't rake leaves, blow them next door. And uh, so one of the Phoenix editorial guys here in town that was pretty well known must have driven by the store and he saw that. And he took, a, I don't know if he took a picture of it or not, but he talked about it in the paper the next day and said, you know, disrespect has now become marketing or something like that. I don't know what exactly how he put it. But sure enough, the next day, Several of these rental guys came rolling through the store. They were wanting to know who, who was the guy who put the wow. put the message on the board. But they thought thought it was funny, and they said, "Hey, any publicity is good publicity." Vicky, you got a good embarrassing? one. Embarrassing. Anytime I speak in public is embarrassing. Oh, well, sorry. Unfortunately, having signs that get reported on the newspaper is now a capital crime. And you've been sentenced to death for it. So, what what do you choose as your last meal, and why? I'd have a. I think I'd have chimichanga, rice and beans. Okay, chimichanga. I think I'd have like I told you yesterday. I think I'd have a pork steak with some mashed potatoes and some corn and some gravy. Any desserts or no? Any dessert. Yeah, yeah just a lot about of anything. Maybe a blackberry cobbler. Wow. Okay. Would you, would you like your blackberry cobbler a la mode or no? No. No? no? Oh, I would. Ice cream? Yeah, I would. You'll take his? Yes. All right. Good. <laughs> and um, warm it up. Not the ice cream. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> it just becomes soup. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I think my speaking ability. I think I would be more assertive. If you could change one thing about the rental industry, what would it be? Computers and equipment. What, Is that industry? What, what That's you, equipment. What do you mean by that? All the new equipment has computers in it now, and we just our customers don't care about that because we're, they're not owning it. They want to dig, yeah. or cut, or 
chop or they don't care if it's the latest, greatest, but it makes it more expensive, more expensive to work on. You need more training. You have to buy crazy special tools. Each thing has to hook up to a computer. I just heard a chainsaw now hooks up to a computer. You know, just simplifying equipment. Yeah. I guess that's a rental industry because that's what we rent. What was the question? I, I don't know. I forgot to. <laughs> what would you change about yeah, the if, rental industry? Yeah. You're the new supreme ruler of rental and everyone <laughs> has to abide by whatever you say. Wow. And then, then I like mine even better now. There you go. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I'd change much. I mean, there isn't much you can change. I mean, no, I, th- I think the rental industry is a good, a good industry. What is, is there any item you can think of that you just thought, man, this is not going to sell or this is not going to rent at all? No, why would anyone want this? But for some reason, you had it, and it turned out that it was just super popular. Oh, I can do the opposite so fast. That was the fo- <laughs> that's the follow up. So oh. go ahead and hit me with those then. The opposite one is well, I got some. I picked something at the ARA. It was new, and I got two of them, and it never rented once. It's like a kind of like a scissor lift, only you build scaffolding up high. But it, when you're up there, you can move on tile because people put, can't put a scissor lift on tile and do their windows and things. Well, we have windows that are on tile, and it'd be great to have that. I thought it's fan. It's light. It will, a lot of people will want that. Never rent it, but it, is, it was cumbersome to get from the store to a house and then set up. So and I'll think about my other one. I was going to say what happened to them. We sold them for less than cost about a year ago, finally. And so the guy that bought them had to cut them to get them into his trailer. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything you can think of, Ben? Things that, that did good or bad? What did we do? Either, e- one. either one. Just I'm going to try to take either good. one. Um, on the sip. Surprisingly good side. I wouldn't say it was a total surprise, but we this year we got into the ride-on floor scraper, and I'm pretty pleased how how well that did, considering no one knew we had them. Yeah. And, uh, and that's done pretty well. On the bad side, yeah, we've had several. I'm trying to forget them all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the Sorry. piano board. What, all right, what's a pia- piano board? I think that was the to help you get upstairs with a piano. piano. Okay, so not a lot of people with pianos, and not a lot of stairs stairs in Phoenix. (laughs) I mean, there are some, but it's not. It's rant and a lot of rant. Yeah, there's there's a lot more space out here, so you don't have to really build up. What's a trait that successful leaders have in common, in your opinion? Smart and fairness, being fair, patience. You have a trait. I mean, you're making Vicky carry. I think probably all that leads into um, respect. I I, I give a I, I give a pretty oh, wide <laughs> berth on this one. You know, just give me just a, hack it give up. me an answer that sounds. Just good. say a lot of words so you can put them all together. Right? <laughs> I was going to say they command respect. But. Okay, but that through actions. Yes, they, they don't just tell you to. Yeah. You better respect. respect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it really <laughs> takes away a lot of the intimidation when you add punk at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my road rage is when I'm yelling at people on the road. I call them. Punk. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a good way to tamp, tamp it down a little yeah. bit. All right. Tell me a secret about the rental industry. I don't know about a secret, but it's it's harder than it looks. You, you just know. make it look so easy? Yeah, we just make it look easy. Um you know, it just it's it's a hard it's a hard business, but it's a good business. And I guess, and I guess the secret is if you get good at it, you can you can do well with it. Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you about. It doesn't have to be rental related. 
just anything in general. It's true, but nobody else agrees. Yeah. I mean, it could be something like the everyone world is else. Flat, that type of thing. You can get that level if you want. <laughs> I don't know. That is true. But now I can cut this to say you saying that the world is flat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said what's one true thing? I don't know that nobody agrees with it, but but you have to believe you can do something before you'll be able to do it. Because if as soon as you think I can't do it, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And so I think it's hard to get people to realize that. Is there a time you can think of where you saw when someone actually did start to believe that and it just like impressed upon you and, and you just remember to this day or no? No, um, I think I get it from Vicky's dad as much as anything. Mm. And um, I've seen that manifest itself in a few ways, but um, it's just something that that I've seen work even in my own life and other areas where you, you kind of have to see it before you can do it mm-hmm. without getting too new agey because I'm definitely not a new agey guy, but you, you have to, you have to see it. You have to believe you can do it. You have to know that like, where's his that saying? Possible. His saying is, and he says he didn't make it up, but we don't know who did, who did say it. But if it is to be, it is up to me. So it's 10 two letter words. Is that what it is? Trying to mentally check to make sure they're all two letters. They are all two letters. I just don't know what's. I'll believe you. Yeah. I'll find something. Could be on a cup behind you, maybe. If there's a cup behind. Oh no, there's a there's a lot of documents behind me. Oh, I'm supposed to speak into the microphone. There's a lot of documents behind me. I don't know. We like stacks. Yeah, my wife would not like this at all. (laughs) She is not a fan of stacks. I don't mind them. Um, I think that's all I have for you. So let's see. Let's make sure. I think you did a great job. Well, thank you. I think you did a great job. Oh, thanks. That's it. Thank you both for being with here with me today. Thank you for inviting us into your into your business again. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your 2020. Thank you. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. Yeah. Right, thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs>